Hypocrisy's the best policy. Wish for change, but lazily. Century of debilitation. Your evolution is a damnation. You know, one of the things I enjoy the most about hosting this podcast is when I get to sit down with players, coaches, parents, and fans to talk pucks. As the second in my series on the Hudson Valley High School Ice Hockey Association, or HVHSIHA, I sat down with members of the Cornwall Club Hockey Team and the Washingtonville Club Hockey Team. Enjoy. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'm pleased to be joined by two members of the Cornwall Dragons Hockey Club. I've got uh, Joe Antonacci, and uh, he's a winger, and I've got uh, assistant coach Pat Clohesse. Thanks for coming on, boys. It's our pleasure. All right, so, Joe, favorite thing about playing in the HVHSIHA? Uh, it's definitely the competition, you know, all these players who play travel come and uh, they all join together and make a high school team and it's very competitive. Very competitive, I would say very skilled, very skilled as well. Coach, what excites you the most about this team and being involved with the kids? About this year's team? Could be this year's team, could be the program well, in know, general. It's, it's, it, this league is kind of cyclical, you know what I mean? It's um, like last year we won a championship. But two years prior to that, we won two games in two years. So we won one game one year and one game the next year. We were one in 19 for two years. And then, then last year, it all came to like fruition. The younger kids got older. And uh, this year we got, uh, again, a lot of seniors. We lost a lot of good players. But we have a lot of seniors this year, kids who played, like Joey, played travel. Uh, we got a lot of travel kids. Not a lot, but we got... Uh, a good amount of travel kids, and even the kids that aren't playing travel, they've been playing on a team for, you know, three or four years, and they've gotten a lot better. Right, they the know the system, they understand the culture. Exactly, and uh, so this year we should be very competitive again. I think what we've lost is what two games this year. Yeah, nice. So we've won uh, majority of our games. So the future is bright. It's safe to say the future is bright for uh, for. Uh, Cornwall, and I know in talking to, to Jim uh, Basher, he mentioned that there's a couple of kids that graduated that are playing some club programs. So at some point, I hope to get them on the show to do a "Where Are They Now" kind of thing because right. I'm all about right. you know we're here in the present, but what happens after the fact after graduation? So, right. all right, who would you say Joe is your biggest rival? Uh, probably Washingtonville because they're always chirping us on Twitter. I see that. And, they, uh, they still haven't beat us yet. So. They are like the Vegas Golden Knights yes. of the HVHSIHA. Some of their tweets are a little outrageous. Yes. Coach, would you agree that Absolutely. Washington- They've been a rival for years. And for a couple of years, like I said, prior to last year, they used to beat the pants off us. They had a couple of good players that are now playing juniors. Right. And they used to, you know, take us to uh, – Give us a beating, but now the uh, the worm has turned, as they say. And we've gotten them last year. We beat them in the finals right. twice, and uh, they're our competition again this year. Right. So they might beat you on Twitter, but you beat them when it counts on yeah. the ice. So uh, far. Coach, and, uh, who are the players? Who are some of the players to watch on your team, would you say? 
Well, we've got players that have been in travel for, for years, and they are the most skilled. Um, they understand the game more than other kids, like Joey, um, Adam Johnson, um, Andrew Dehan, uh, my son Matt. They've been playing travel since they were like squirts. Okay. So they're pretty skilled, and uh, they know how to get around the ice, get open, and create space and whatever else you have to do to, to play. Those are all key components to a, being a successful player. Hey, Joe, uh, what's the toughest rink to play in, in your opinion? Uh, probably Socrates. Okay, the Arlington boys said that yeah, too. The ice is weird there. Yeah, yeah. but apparently, because I did a I did a thing on the best rink and rinks in the mm -hmm. area, and someone from Socrates chimed in that they're getting a new energy efficient roof. So just really? wait for the new energy efficient roof. I don't know if that's going to help the ice surface <laughs> or not, but we'll see. No more bubble. Huh? No more bubble. Oh, no, uh, coach. In your opinion, biggest game of the season so far that uh, Cornwall's. I think um, probably uh, that Washingtonville game, it was uh, tied going back and forth the whole game. And then uh, at the end, uh, who was it? Nick Scott scored the mm -hmm. uh, game-winning goal at the end of the game. And that was tough. It was a tough game. They're a tough, they're a tough team, and they know each other. Yeah. So they're always chirping on the ice because they're always talking to each other. They played on the same travel team last year, a lot of the kids. So... Uh, that was probably our best game, winning at the end by, okay. by a player who never played travel. Nice. Who's just grown up in the Cornwall system right. for the last four and years. And he contributed in a big way. Yeah, he nice. won the game for us. Yeah. Uh, Joe, who has the best, who's the best dressed player on your team? Um, I'm going to say Chris Stranza. Okay. <laughs> coach is pointing at you. He, maybe he thinks you're the, do you think um, he's the best dressed coach? Well, he's the best looking, that's for sure. Okay, nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Love that. Best flow. Who has the best flow? Uh, Davin McKenna. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. I can see that, all that underneath the bucket. That yeah, red, right. right? The yeah. red? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, best Selly? Um, Matt Clohesse. <laughs> okay. All right. Throwing a little love to your boy there, well, Coach. Well, you know, he does like you to know, show off sometimes. Especially when he you know. scores from our blue line. Yeah. Um, Coach, what do you look for in a hockey player? Well, um, in developing a team... To me, the most important person to get on the team is, is a goalie. You have to get a good goalie or else, you know, it just falls apart. But I look for uh, kids who are obviously skilled, but players like Joey who are grinders and bumpers and they'll do whatever it takes to get a puck free in a corner, uh, to make a hit when it's necessary. Um, people who are uh, kids who are determined. Okay. You know, they might not be the best, most skilled, right? But they're determined to uh, do whatever it takes to win a game. They have heart. They got that fire in the belly. Exactly, yeah. and you know they don't have to be our biggest scorers, but they're grinders. Right. And I like that. I like that in players. Okay. Uh, Joe, most embarrassing on ice moment if you have one. <laughs> uh, let's see. I was on the power play, and I went to go dump the puck behind the net and no one was there and the puck just sat there <laughs> nice that is embarrassing yes. coach do you have anything embarrassing from the bench that you remember anything you want to share um, if not it's no big deal just tolerating my son I think he's the biggest chirper on the team <laughs> and trying to keep him calm down right so, so he might say something you're like oh wait oh, a minute God, wait a minute that's, yeah, that's right. not my son right, you know what right. I mean that's, uh, that's Joey's brother okay <laughs> um, the state of hockey 
in the Hudson Valley, Coach, in your opinion? I know you've been around the program, around this league for a long time. What are your thoughts on the, the state of hockey? Well, I think um, it's really, um, again, it's something that, that's also cyclical. It kind of like when the Rangers won the, the championship, everybody wanted to play hockey. Right. So you had all of these kids coming out. But if you go back 10 years, when Joey started playing and my son Matt started playing, you know, Bear Mountain had 12 teams playing. And now 10 years later, Bear Mountain doesn't exist. Um, mm. So because of the cost involved, I think, and the time that's necessary for the parents to to take their kids to and from practices, it, it's hard. Right. And you know, the com economy's not the best, so it's uh, it's one of those periods of time where it's, where I think right now it's down. Might be down a little bit. No, yeah. I would agree. I mean, you know, we're coming to you from ice time, and there was a, there was a period in time where there was no ice time. Yeah, and right. I know that her programs like Newburgh and Burke, and you know, I have my Monroe jerseys, my Monroe sweater on because I do the public address, I do the DJ thing for them. But I'd love to see some of your clubs get sectioned because yeah. from based on what I've seen, I mean, I think you guys could definitely compete with some of the Section One teams yeah. easily. Yeah, I think so, so too. You know, and so, Monroe Woodbury no longer has hockey either. Right? No, no, actually, I am pleased to announce. <laughs> That the superintendent did. I was at their. I was at their dinner. It was tough. I was at their dinner. Superintendent said, "There's no program. That's it." She got some bad intel. The the people, the the, the parents, the players banded together, went to two board meetings, contacted politicians, contacted the TV stations, and less than a month later, the program was reinstated. Oh, so that's they're, great. They that's are great. still here to, for the for the time being. Their program is back. That's good. It is good. It's good for hockey. It's just like, you know, when the local teams and the professional, you know, NHL are playing well, it's good for everyone. Right. Um, what's one thing you want – I think I may have – what's one thing you want people to know about this league? We kind of touched on it a little bit. Uh, we're here. We exist. And uh, that's a very competitive league. Okay. Coach, anything you want to add? What's one thing that the average person should know about this league? That it exists. I mean, I put up a sign in Cornwall with the number and the website letting people know um, that hockey actually exists in Cornwall. And the town came told me I had to take it down. So they took it down for me and went over to town to pick up the sign. The people in the town never knew that Cornwall had a hockey program. They didn't know. So... It's hard to get kids, especially younger kids, to right. build the program right. when probably you know three quarters of the people in town don't even know there's a program. Well, that's that's one of the reasons why I'm trying to shine a light on what's going on here mm -hmm. because through my program and through everything else, I just you know I love the sport. I think it's the greatest thing on the planet. Um, Joe, what is your favorite sport to play besides hockey? Uh, probably football, you know, on Sunday. We okay. With the boys. And, with the uh, boys, throw the pigskin around a little yeah. bit. Okay. Mm -hmm. Coach, anything you like, golf or anything you like to do? Bowling? You, you know, know. You, um, I think a, a transitional sport nowadays, anyway, with hockey is lacrosse. Oh, sure. You see a Absolutely. lot of people, like my son plays lacrosse yep. in high yep. school. And you get a lot of kids who play hockey. Right. transition right into I see a strong lacrosse. hockey lacrosse mm -hmm. connection especially I'm a guidance counselor in suffering right that's my my day job right so I see a strong wherever it is a strong lacrosse right do what do you do what do you enjoy when you're not at the rink though 
Maybe a little golf, a little tennis, bowling. Oh, no, my golf. You don't want to know about my golf. Uh, <laughs> a little putt putt golf, maybe. Yeah, yeah pitch and putt is a pitch and putt. Love I it. Go. I love it. Um, coach, favorite professional hockey player, past or present? Oh, that's a tough one. Well, you know, I like I like the Devils. Okay. I like the way they're going this year. Uh, those young players got rid of some of those old guys. They did. They got three years younger in the matter of a summer. Yeah. They went from an average age of 29 to an average age of 26. And this young, those young kids. Uh, Nico really Heischer and Dale Hall. And yeah, yeah. Gibbons, they got all these young kids coming up. And after being down for a couple of years. Right. And my whole family, big Devils fans. No one told them they weren't supposed to be good. I'm amazed. Yeah, they're really you know, good. I, I had written them off. I'll be very honest. I had them written <laughs> off. Um, so you answered their favorite professional team. All right. I know we're going to go. Joe and I talked about this a little bit. Joe, favorite professional hockey player, past or um, present? Probably Jimmy Vesey. Okay. Jimmy Vesey getting greasy in the blue. <laughs> That's how he needs to play, though, in order to score. Yeah. He had a nice takeaway from uh, – I want to say it was Freddie Anderson the other night, mm -hmm. the Toronto goalie, and then hit it, shot it off his backside into the into the goal, and it was great. And your favorite professional hockey team is the, the Rangers. Rangers. Yes. Very good. All right, we can all still get along. Yeah, no, even that's though great. we're Rangers again, because I think it's great for the sport when the Devils, the Islanders, the Rangers are all like playing now. well. Exactly, like, like right, right now. now. Yeah, and even with the Islanders staying in the area, staying in Belmont, right. you know, I think it's good for everyone. Well, again, thank you, boys, for taking the time out. This is your boy Trav, uh, and I've been chatting with Joe Antonacci. He's a winger for the Cornwall Dragons and uh, assistant coach Pat Clohesse, uh, again, of the Cornwall Dragons. And this is the uh, HV Pucks podcast. So thanks again, boys. Thank Thanks you. Appreciate right. it. Yes. Take it easy. All right, Travis. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, and I'm here at Ice Time with three members of the Washingtonville Wizards Club hockey team. I've got Brendan McGrath, I've got Ryan McGrath, and I've got Coach Robert McGrath. And the nice thing about having Ryan here is that he played for the program, but now he's playing at the college level for Lemoyne. So he'll offer a little bit of a different perspective. So first of all, guys, happy holidays. Thank you for coming on. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. All right, so let's get started with the boys. Favorite thing, Brendan, about playing in the HVHSIHA? Uh, favorite thing is playing with friends and then playing against friends that you have on other teams outside of the uh, HVHA. I, I've noticed that it's really like a fraternity-type atmosphere because you play travel together with a lot of these kids, but then you play separately in this league. So it definitely lends itself to competition, fierce rivalries, and again, there's a lot of skill on display. Um, do you want to add anything from your playing time at Washingtonville in the club? It was it's basically what Brendan said. You know, you played, you played uh, travel with a lot of your friends, and then you go and you play for your school or for that school's club team, and you play against those friends that you do play with for travel. So that was probably the best part. Nice. 
Uh, this is going to sound like a simple question, but what's the big difference between playing at the college level and playing here, in your opinion? Um, you know, playing here, it was really fun because you had a lot of your friends that you did play against, just college level. It's a bunch of random kids, but, you know, club college level is still fun because you get to go out there and you get to have fun just, like, playing in this league. Okay. Coach, what excites you most about the Washingtonville team as it stands now? Uh, and I would probably say that um, this is probably one of the better teams they've had in a while and that um, we have a good shot of, of uh, going to the championship this year because the kids have the drive and the dedication to do it. Yeah, the handful of games I've seen so far, I've been real pleased with what I've, I've seen from Washingtonville. And I know I'm supposed to be objective, but it's my show. Guess what? I live in Washingtonville. So <laughs> it's nice to see my hometown team kind of taking care of business. Coach, who are some of the players to watch on your squad? Well, we have, we have uh, quite a few kids that, that their talent level is up there. Um, probably one of the biggest kids is Andrew, Andrew Godfrey. He seems to just find a way to score when we need, when we need a goal. A um, couple of the up-and-coming kids that, that um, you know, they were swing kids last year and now they're on the varsity this year and they'll be, you know, on the varsity next year. It's pro probably one of them is uh, Brendan McGrath. Another one to look at is uh, Joe Brennan. Um, who's actually a, a 10th grader playing at the varsity level this year. Um, you know, they all have their own unique um, talents. So it's tough to, you know, you know, pick because I think we got a fairly even team, you know, across the board. Okay. I love that answer. Um, back to the boys. And you might have a different response, but Brendan, we'll go to you. Who's your biggest rival? Uh, Cornwall, definitely Cornwall. Okay, what about you? Would you agree with that? For sure, it was definitely Cornwall. Yeah, I, I see a lot of chirping going on between the Washingtonville Twitter account and the Cornwall Twitter account. I would equate you guys to like the Vegas Golden Knights of the HVH SIHA. So, um, and they said the same thing when I interviewed the Cornwall boys yesterday. They said Washingtonville is definitely their uh, their rival. So good stuff. Um, toughest rink to play in when you were here. Ryan, what would you say? When I was here, toughest rink to play in was probably McCann. Okay. When when I played Arlington and John Jay used to have a big crowd that would come and just heckle you and get in your head. Yeah, try to get try yeah. to get in your head as yes. a goaltender. Yes. Okay. All right. What would you say, Brendan? Yeah, I agree with Ryan about the McCann Center. It's not about the fans, it's just that their locker rooms are very small. It's hard to fit the team that we have in there and it's just a crazy rink playing. Coach, your thoughts on the toughest rink, toughest barn. They're all tough, you know. Okay. You walk in there, it's a sheet of ice, and that's the way you got to look at it. And you got to play your game. Right. So when you're walking into somebody else's rink, you're the guest, and you got to make yourself known. Uh, who do you think the biggest rival is for Washington? You agree with the boys here? Oh yeah, definitely Cornwall. Uh, okay. Being in the program for a while and seeing over the years that um, you know it, it, Cornwall and Washingtonville—they're next to each other. Towns next to each other, right. and you know some of the kids—they see each other at other school events. Okay. And like the boys said earlier, they play on the same travel teams. Um, so there is—it's it, a pretty big rivalry. Okay, so I'll ask this to—I'll start with Coach, and if you want to chime in, outside of obviously the playoffs, what would you say is the biggest game of the season so far that you've played? Um, you know, I would probably. The, any game that's been against Arlington or Washington, uh, Arlington or Cornwall, okay. they're big games. Yeah. You know, so they've all been you know tough battles that we've had on the ice, and um, 
you know, we came up short. We haven't beaten either Arlington or Cornwall yet. Okay. So that that's our, you know, we get to play them again, and that's going to be our toughest games coming up is when we play them, but we'd like to pull a win out of them. And if I'm not mistaken, you guys tangled with Arlington for some type of cancer fundraiser. Yeah. Right. I saw that on Twitter, yeah. so stick taps out to you and certainly out to the uh, Arlington Club for putting that together and giving back. Um, okay. Best dressed player, Brendan McGrath. I'd say myself. All right. Nice. <laughs> hey, listen, there's nothing wrong with being confident. Do you remember a best dressed player, Ryan, when you were on the squad? Uh, I can't. I can't remember best dressed player, but I do remember that we all did show up in a suit pants or khaki pants with a shirt and tie, so we all looked pretty spiffy ourselves. All right, coach, you have the hand up. What do you want to say? Just to add on that, it's um, you know, you try to get away from the uh, the ragtag showing up in whatever you want. Right. And I know, I know that the Washingtonville's been trying to get back to the way it was. Um, they, they had to buy uh, um, cover-up jackets, uh, shirt and tie, and, uh, you know, uh, like a dress pants with shoes. Just to, you know, because a lot of other schools do that. Sure. And, and just, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a pride thing. You want oh, to come absolutely. in, you know, you feel good, you play good. I agree. I mean, you know, I think you guys know by now I work in suffering. And I always know when it's game day because the boys come shirt and tie, ready to go. Yeah. So dress for success. Absolutely. Um, best flow. Dylan Eisenhower. Okay. Do you remember any best flow for your playing days? Uh, I have to say myself there as well because when I grew out my hair, I grew out the locks and it, it just looked good. So Nice. I, now, I clearly don't have any flow, <laughs> fellas, but don't hold that against me. It's all good. All right, one last question for the boys, and we'll jump back to Coach. Best Selly, Brendan. You know, everyone has a great Selly when they score, so it's really hard to, uh, to pick one person. You know, the adrenaline's going when you put that puck in the net, so it's really hard. Okay. Do you remember a great Selly from your playing days? Not from my playing days, but actually from a couple weeks ago when okay. my brother scored the game-tying goal against Cornwall, and he uh, pointed at the goalie and did a little taunting there. So that was probably one of the best ones I've seen in a while. Okay. What about the college level? Any of your teammates have a good Selly you want to give them a shout? Uh, our coach doesn't really like the big Sellies. He, okay. um, he likes when we score and we just jump into the glass, and okay. the, he likes the roof to explode. So he doesn't really like the big Sellies. But okay. the down on one knee shooting the arrow is probably one of my favorite ones from college. Nice, nice. Uh, okay, Coach, what do you look for in a hockey player? Uh, what I look for in a hockey player, uh, you know, Probably their attitude. You know, you come in here and, you know, kids kind of get lost. Some kids look at it, oh, it's just another team, another game. You know, uh, you're playing on travel, you're playing someplace else. Uh, but when you come here, I, I look at your attitude. I, wa I want to know that you're going to be here. You know, because we can always work on the talent level. You know, you have kids that are on the high level. You have some kids that are on the lower level. And you could come with a happy medium in there and get those lower-level kids up to the plane sure. where they need to be. Right. But if you don't have the right attitude and the dedication, then, then you're never going to get to that level. Right. It's got to be the right mindset, the right attitude. And like you said, you can work on the skill set. You can work on that. But if they don't have that drive and the desire in the beginning, forget it. Um, biggest challenge you face as a coach? The biggest challenge is dealing with 20 individuals, you know, because they're all in high school. They all have their own thoughts. And to try to get them all on the same page and get them to buy into what you want them to do. Because okay. if you're playing on a travel team, yep. you know, that coach is telling them they want this done. You're playing here, 
you know, myself and my other two coaches, we're telling them, no, we want you to do it this way. Right. You know, so that's probably the biggest challenge is to get them to buy into what you want. Right. Because sometimes simple is better. Sure. Less is, less is more. And, and, you know, we try to keep it simple. And, and, you know, when the kids see how it works, right. they buy into it. Right. When they see winning results on the ice, then they're, they're more apt to yep. buy into it. So it really does sound like managing different personalities. Yep. I'm sure keeping the parents at bay sometimes, too, can also be a little bit of a challenge. But That's a whole different subject. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so let's jump back to the players. We'll start with Ryan. Ryan, most embarrassing on-ice moment, either from your Washingtonville days or from your college days. So freshman year of college, uh, I went out to play the puck, and I completely fell on my butt, and uh, the kid went right around me and scored, and it uh, ruined my shutout. So, yeah, I'd have to say that one. That was definitely not top ten nope. sports center. Okay. Brendan, what about you? Uh, in my first years of playing hockey, just skating up the ice, handling the puck, running to the ref, the uh, <laughs> Falling down on my uh, rear end and getting the puck taken away from me. Okay, that can be embarrassing. Coach, any embarrassing moments for you on the bench? Uh, uh, both, both boys are, are, are quiet at the moment. Big, no. big smiles, though. I, I would say there's no embarrassing moments. I tell it like it is. Okay. So and my right. boys will tell you that, especially if you're a ref, I'm going to tell you like right. it is. Yeah. It'll, be a, it'll be an interesting car ride home, put it that way. <laughs> All right. Um, coach, the state of hockey in the Hudson Valley, in your opinion? Uh... I, it looks like it's coming back, but it also on the same stage. Some teams are getting numbers, other teams are losing numbers. Right. Washingtonville was, has been in the losing numbers for the past couple of years, and, and this year we actually were able to fill out both the JV and the varsity roster with nice. 40 kids. Nice. Um, where last year we had 26 kids in the program and we had to split them between right. the varsity and the JV. And uh, I know there's a few teams that are, I know there's a few teams out there that are going through what we went through last year. Uh, Cornwall, Cornwall's um, having a hard time with at their at their JV level. Uh, I know John Jay's having a hard time. Arlington's going to be in a, in a tough position next year because I think they lose 12 to 15 kids next year. Okay. So you know. But, but a team like Saugerties, for instance, was able to field like a varsity and a JV. Right. At least this year that I well, This year. Say. Last year they were only able to field a JV. Correct. Correct. You know, so, you know, it depends. You know, if you look at the in-house program and the travel program here, there's, there's, there's numbers. Right. But it's just a matter of getting them to get to the, you know, to play in the high school league. Because sometimes if the parent's paying out a few thousand dollars for their kids to play travel, they might not have the money for their kids to play the high school level, Correct. You know, which could be anywhere from a thousand to two thousand dollars, you know, for that season. And I did a whole thing on travel versus high school hockey, and you know, on a Friday night, when your hometown team needs you mm -hmm. and your travel team needs you, and you're paying all that money as a parent, what do you do? Mm -hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to add that Russell Lighter, Russell Lighter, right wing for the Washingtonville Club team, has joined us. Russell, welcome aboard. Go ahead. What am I supposed to say? Just say something in here, man. Go ahead. Uh, hello. <laughs> it's all right. Man of many words. Man of man of few <laughs> words. I love it. Okay. So uh, next question. Let's jump to thoughts. On, well, actually, what do you want people to know? We'll start with Brendan. What do you want people to know about your league? Uh, it's very competitive, but it's uh, it's a great place for you to start playing hockey and start your career. If like you just want to come out and try it, it's a great place to start that. 
All right, Russell, I'm going to get – what's your favorite thing about playing in this league? Uh, I like how it's pretty competitive, you know. You just got to play hard, you know, yeah. Looks like we got a lot more of these Washingtonville boys coming. A lot yeah, more Washingtonville boys coming. Players. Come in. Got the whole score. I love it. It's all good. <laughs> all right. So let's go with this. Ryan, favorite sport to play besides hockey? Uh, baseball. You know, it's, it's a lot like playing goalie in hockey. You got to stop the ball and you got to catch the ball. And that's what I like about it. So Awesome. Brendan, favorite sport to play? Uh, it's a tie between baseball and lacrosse. Okay. There's a strong lacrosse hockey connection to begin with. Russell, I know you jumped in after the, the start. Uh, favorite sport to play? Uh, soccer. I used to play goalie for soccer. That was pretty fun. Okay. All right. We're going to pause for a second because somebody's blasting some pretty loud. All right. So I apologize. We had a, a little interruption there with the music here at the Ice Hutch, but I've been joined by three more players from the Washingtonville Wizards Club team. I've got Will Connolly. He's a forward. Connor Larson, goalie, and Dylan Hummel, defense. So if I could jump to you three, let's start with you, Will. What's your favorite thing about playing in the HVHSIHA? Uh, it's, like, competitive, and I get to play, like, against a lot of people from travel. Okay, yeah, it's kind of like that fraternity feel. Like, you play with some of these kids that travel, but against them in this league. Yeah. So that's got to be an interesting vibe. Let's jump to you, Connor. Thoughts? Well, I would agree it's competitive and it's talented. And, and for me, with a school that doesn't offer varsity hockey, it allows me to play at a high school level. Absolutely. Nice. And we'll go to Dylan. Uh, probably that everyone knows just about everyone. It's a lot of friendly competition. Nice. All right. Um, biggest rival? Definitely Cornwall and Arlington, for Cornwall. sure. Yeah, Cornwall. I was saying before to the other guys, you guys are like the Vegas Golden Knights of the HVHSIHA. I saw a video the other day of somebody dangling around a garbage can, and someone's like, oh, we're dangling around the Cornwall defense. <laughs> anyway, listen, it's all good. You know, whatever you put. I don't know, Coach, so you put that stuff up on the locker room wall, that might be a little bit of incentive to oh, – uh, I, got, I got a little something for them uh... – the next time we play Cornwall for a little bit. All right, hey, listen, I got to mark. Let the cat I, out of the bag. I'd get in trouble. I got to mark my calendar for that game for sure. Um, <laughs> let me ask you, best dressed player on the squad? Hmm, probably Brendan. Okay, all right. Best dressed player in your opinion? I'll go with Jack Levitsky. Ooh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna say myself. Nice. All right, nothing wrong with that. I think Brendan actually nominated himself too. Best flow. Hmm. Probably Dylan Eisenhower. For okay, sure. yeah, yeah, he got a vote before too. Dylan Eisenhower. Yeah, Dylan Eisenhower. Okay, and last but not least, best selly. Uh, Raymond Bushy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Jack Singer on his only goal of the season. Okay. I'm going to have a second that with Raymond Bushy. Okay. Uh, most embarrassing on ice moment. Uh, there's like a loose puck in the corner. And I was about to have like a breakaway and I like knocked right into the ref and I lost the puck. Yikes. Yeah. Probably getting scored on and a dumping on John Jay. Okay. <laughs> uh, probably getting on the ice with skate guards on. Yeah, I was at a tournament. I was at a tournament at the Ice Hutch two weeks ago, and there was a team from upstate, West Seneca West, and the kid. And I'm filming it, them coming on the ice. It's a big deal. And the kid wipes out. I thought he blew a knee or his ankle. He gets up, wipes out again. He had the skate guards on. <laughs> his teammate whipped him off, and he went off to the races. All right. So I've had a blast here, guys. I think I've made it known. I live in Washingtonville, so it's nice that, you know, there's a team in my town that I can come and watch at any time. So starting with you, Will Connolly, and going around the groom, uh, favorite hockey player, past or present? 
definitely Bobby Orr because he changed the game, I think, like defensively. Okay. I'm going to say Martin Brodor. Okay. All right. Mine's also Martin Brodor. All right. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Mike Richter. Ooh. Ooh. You know, I saw a meme the other day that said, you know, if Lundquist is the king, what am I? You know, because Hanky hasn't brought the Rangers a cup right. yet. Don't even get me started on him, please. Yeah. Too much drama <laughs> with that guy. Go ahead. I probably got to go with Brad Park. Okay. Jimmy Vesey. Ooh, I Jimmy Vesey getting greasy in the blue. <laughs> I, I got two words. 26. All right, nice. He, uh, he pulled the puck away from Freddie Anderson the other day and then banked it off his backside into the goal. He's got to do a little bit more of that. What do you think? Can't go wrong with John Scott. <laughs> hey, hey, John Scott. Listen, if you guys are looking to watch something, there's a great new show on CBS. It's called SWAT. It's a remake of the old mm -hmm. uh, drama from the 70s. And John Scott played a hockey player on that show that the SWAT guys had to defend because he was getting so much hate now. It was actually a great episode. It was hockey and like a cop drama. I was in my glory. All right, favorite professional hockey team? Rangers. 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 Devils. Okay, we were friends until, no, I'm just kidding, go ahead. Devils. I figured the bro door love over there. Too. Listen, that's all right, go ahead. Devils. Woo! Yeah. That's all right. I'm actually going to see uh, the hottest team in the NHL in March, the Vegas Golden Knights, take on the New Jersey Devils. I'm sitting three rows up from the Vegas goal. I don't have it on today because it's at the dry cleaners. I actually spilled something on it. But I have an Alex Tuck away uh, – no, sorry, a home – yeah, a home Vegas Golden Knights jersey. Alex Tuck is from Baldwinsville, New York. you got to try yeah. to represent the hometown kid, the home state kid. Anyway, uh, I've had a blast talking pucks here today with several members of the Washingtonville team. I've got Brendan McGrath. I've got Ryan McGrath. I've got Coach Robert McGrath. I've got Russell Leiter, Will Connolly, Connor Larson, Dylan Hummel, they play in the HVHSIHA, which is the best league in the Hudson Valley that most people don't know anything about. But we're hoping to change that, all right? Gentlemen, happy holidays, happy new year. I wish you nothing but the best of luck in the future, and thanks again for coming on. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. All right. This is your boy, Trav, and you're listening to the HV Pucks podcast powered by Capiche.com. All right. Nice.